You're a song I like to sing. Caught by a bear with his beat hand in the hive. Caught me without you. Caught like a bear with his hand in the hive. Sound like me without you. In the. uh, Oh my god! Please don't Google the words. Nice and blue, part two, lyrics. Your song. I couldn't sing. Caught like a bear by the bees with his hand in the hive who complains of the sting. Well, I'm lucky I got out alive. Okay. A life best left oh, half nope, behind. Nope, the taste nope, of a honey nope, still nope, sweet nope, on my nope, tongue. Nope. Nope. Not and what I'd we're doing right Lord now. Knows I'd try. Not what we're doing right now. <laughs> I love me without you. I know. You have something in your teeth. That's embarrassing. Get it. We don't want people to see that on this podcast. I want people seeing that you got something stuck in your... I can't get it. Okay, whatever. No, you got it. Let me see. Nope. I don't care. Um, I don't care. Please don't you... hyper-focus on my teeth right now. Uh, then I'm just not going to look at you the entire time we record. That's okay. Did you get it? <laughs> I don't think so. You didn't. Damn it! It's been a while since I have attempted to Bunks podcast. This is your host Craig Biedemann. Uh, another episode uh, bringing you conversations with a daily disruptor, everyday educator. This week, actually, is is it's Katie Ham, who's over there cross stitching right now. We already recorded the episode, so Katie is relaxing because uh, you're going to get a lot of feelings in this episode. Uh, it starts out slow with a bunch of boring tax stuff that I'm mostly interested in because I'm just pissed off about a lot of it. Um, and this week we actually just have a conversation, Katie and I, uh, about a lot of stuff for, pertaining to money, pertaining to loans, pertaining to uh, the current administration trying to take away to take away our money, which sucks. And money's annoying, especially for two poor uh, first-gen kids who... Uh, we're never educated on how to deal with money or how to manage taxes or any of that stuff. So we talk about that. We also talk a little bit about sexual assault, sexual assault prevention, uh, and a little bit more about our nonprofit, The Art of Survival, which you'll hear about later on. We're also sharing some tunes from the new Future Teens album, which is called Hard Feelings. It is out on Take This to Heart Records, which is a Massachusetts-based uh, record label. They're a Massachusetts-based band. So I'm excited to play those tunes for you a little bit later. Uh, we're actually going to be tabling at one of their gigs this week uh, at Sonia, which is in Cambridge, uh, with the bands McCafferty and Heart Attack Man, who all put out great albums this year. So if you haven't heard any of those bands, you should listen to them now. Like, well, after you listen to this chat with me and Katie Ham, but definitely go you should go listen to those bands because they're all great. Um, if you like what you hear on the podcast, give us a follow at EduPunksPod on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, follow me at Craig Bittedman. Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe in the iTunes uh, store. That would be really great. And yeah, this 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 episode's pretty chill, pretty laid back. Again, I'm sorry it's kind of boring at first, but please hold on, strap yourselves in, because Katie, Katie Ham and I get into some some good stuff, some deep stuff uh, uh, that I'm I'm really proud of the stuff that came out of this conversation. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll be back in a little bit with the music break. It's not your birthday, so I do not get a card. Doesn't matter, cause I did not 
so was your day? My day was great. I talked to some students about some sex stuff. Talked to some people about some mental health stuff. Came up with a new talk that I'm giving like three times tomorrow. It's exciting. I talked to students about which Super Mario characters were fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. And, and like which ones, like what cartoon characters yeah. got their sexual awakening. Yeah, I mean, I didn't ask these questions. They naturally came up somehow. Well, your students are great like that. They are. I mostly just talk to mine a lot in passing, which is okay. I also had a good chat with a student uh, today um, about capitalism, which is great. We're going to get to a little bit of that today. <laughs> That'll be fun. All right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, so we're going to, we're chatting today. Katie and I, my best friend, Katie Ham and I, we're talking, just kind of catching up, catching our breath a little bit. Cause we've been having, I don't know, a rough, we think of the, we think of life in semesters almost because of working in higher education, but I feel like I've had a rough semester. It's just been busy. It's been like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which has been awesome. Like year and a half. Katie's had a rough go. Anyone tight with us? Anyone who we've uh, been able to have dinner with, or brunch, or lunch with? You've heard the story. Uh, But what's great is we've had each other to support each other, which has been fun. Um, And Katie hasn't been on the podcast in like a couple weeks, so I wanted to get him in here and chat about some stuff. I don't know. One of the things that has been bothering me a whole lot over the last couple of weeks, even staying up the other night through one of the tax cut vote, tax bill votes, uh, was the tax bill has been bugging me a lot. It has not been really great. Uh, uh, has not been covered very well, I don't think. Uh, there's been a lot of good journalism around it. The Chronicle of Higher Ed has had a lot of great coverage. Uh, I think just kind of keeping things pretty um, non-biased, which has been helpful. Um, but one of the things that has been stressing me out a lot is the concept of uh, what's going on with tuition waivers, the grad school tuition waivers. I got a full tuition waiver in graduate school which was the only reason I could go to graduate school. (laughs) Um, And while for some reason I remember it being taxed to some degree, I might be misremembering it, but uh, the current House bill uh, suggests eliminating um, the, uh, the ability for grad students to just have those tuition waivers untaxed. Uh, however, the Chronicle of Higher Education actually makes a really good distinction um, sharing that the House bill um, would would tax the grad school, grad students' tuition waivers, but the Senate bill would leave them untaxed, uh, which is a big distinction. And since the Senate uh, bill passed and the House bill passed, both things in both bills are on the table. Technically, they still have to reconcile. But the stuff in the Senate one can kind of just be approved if the House is just like, yeah, just go go ahead with the House bill. But where this leaves us is if the, some recon, reconciliation happens and they go along with some of the stuff in the House bill, grad students could be looking at being taxed on however much their tuition waiver was because some folks get full tuition waivers. Like my grad school tuition would have been something around $25,000 a year or something like that. Um, But I received full tuition waiver. However, under the house bill, I would have been taxed on that as if it was my income. So as a graduate student making however much I did, I would have also been taxed $25,000 $25,000 as a person, them saying that I made that money, 
when I didn't. And what does what that does is make it so that a lot of people in who want to go to graduate school are very shortchanged, are basically screwed out of even ha- wanting the idea of going to graduate school because it's just going to cost so much damn money. And what you thought was free, what you thought was something you've earned, something you've been given just to go to graduate school is now causing you a huge friggin' burden. And as someone who wants to go to school for a PhD eventually makes me really feel like I might have to put it on the back burner. And I hate that. But I don't know. Katie, do you have any thoughts on this stuff? Um, I mean, I got like an 80% tuition waiver or something like that. And just, like, comparing in my head our two different situations, like, you made, what, $27,000 for your assistantship? 23. 23. 23. Um, anyway, I got 10. Yeah. And that, like, paid my rent throughout the year that I was... I can't imagine being asked to pay taxes on money I never saw and have that come out of the only money I did see. Yeah. Like, that would be really hard, and especially for, like, first-gen students. I Like, that would have kept me from being able to go to school because I, I took out all of my loans for my undergrad are under my name. So I basically maxed out the amount that I could borrow. Same. Which is terrifying to think of, too. I don't even... <laughs> yeah, no, it is, and we're like... Whatever, I only got seven years left. Six and a half years left. <laughs> I can do it. Seven years it. left? Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> uh, I should only have about nine years left unless this public service loan forgiveness program goes away and then i'll probably still have about 22 years left of paying loans which is sick if you're allowed to stretch it out that far yeah i don't know yeah we'll see oh god i'm terrified oh boy um but katie's exactly right you're right uh, it would have would have basically like doubled your income, but you only saw like a fraction of that money. Yeah, and like of that ten thousand dollars, I was also taxed on that. Yeah, and my rent was like three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, mine was like six, five. I can't remember. Just for you? Just for me. Oh, you were in Massachusetts, though. I was in Minnesota. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Ashley and I split. Ashley was my roommate. If you are listening to this, I miss you very much. Um, And we split, like, $350. So it wasn't even like I had to pay that much money. But Wait, like, you, I still... spit, you split $350? Yeah, it was amazing. So you paid $175 in rent. For it, during grad school. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think so. Oh my god! I'm misremembering that. That. I would love that. We pay so much in rent right now. We do. I don't want to think about it. I mean, I don't really think about it. I just know how much I have to send you every month so that you'll send the rent check. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Another thing that could be going away uh, if the reconciliation leans more towards the house bill is the... Your half of the rent? My half of the rent. <laughs> that could That's go away. That could go away. That was a weird transition. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah that could go away. My rent <laughs> could go away because I'm so... You need to move out if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's kicking me out on this podcast. You heard it here first. I don't have a place to live. Anyone needs a guy who is endlessly entertaining and has a massive record collection. Uh, not really any other. <laughs> oh, you're being so modest. <laughs> Me? I don't have a whole lot to endlessly offer as a roommate. Entertaining. 
I am endlessly entertaining. Go on. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Katie's kicking me out, y'all. Help me out. I'm not, because that wouldn't help me. I would still have to pay the same amount of rent like I did when you were job searching. At least I wouldn't have to be alone and be sad by myself. (laughs) So at least I make it so that you're not sad and alone. Tight. All right. Another thing that would go away if... Uh, the reconciliation leaned more toward the House bill uh, would mean that it would eliminate the deduction uh, of up to $2,500 for interest paid on student loans. This is uh, the Hope Scholarship Tax Credit, also worth up to $2,500, and the Lifetime Learning Credit of up to $2,000, and... The $5,250 corporate deduction for uh, employee education assistant plans. All of that stuff would be eliminated. All of those deductions. The Senate bill would not eliminate any of those. That's kind of a neat thing to know that there's a little bit of a difference there. So hopefully it'll sway more toward the Senate one. But Thanks, Elizabeth Warren. Thanks, Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) Which, Katie has a fun fact about uh, uh, something Elizabeth Warren brought up this week. I saw this video on Facebook of Elizabeth Warren talking about how the tax cut number, uh, if swung in a different direction, could completely eliminate student debt. Which is now... $1.3 trillion could get rid of all student debt. And it's funny because the the current the current tax bill adds 1.3 trillion to the deficit to our nation's deficit, and with student loan debt now at 1.3 trillion dollars, this cut could pay for all of that and not have a deficit. <laughs> to try and understand why people don't think that other humans matter. We don't matter. Our means of our our production matters more than who we are. It's fantastic. Go capitalism. Yay! And like I said a little bit earlier, the public service loan forgiveness program would be eliminated if the house bill is used over the Senate bill, it's still kind of shady uh, wording if the Senate bill would actually keep it in. And if it was eliminated, there's also really no clarity on whether people who are already paying or already um, getting certified into the PSLF would be grandfathered in. There is no clear language around any of that. So this is all... Just very great, and uh, nothing's terrible, and everything's great. So don't worry about it. So money sucks. It does. That's kind of what we're getting down to. Money is something that's, that's kind of always stressed both of us out. I think. And I don't. I feel like I'm not alone on this in terms of, like, I have too much depressing shit going on in my personal circle, and I can't. I literally cannot have the energy to pay attention to the national depression shit that's going on. Yeah. It's too it's too much. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. And I just don't I literally like we were briefly talking about what Craig wanted to talk about and I was just like I don't understand this and I really don't have the energy to look into it. Like the uh the deduction thing, uh, possible taking away of deductions. I don't know what that means. Like, I obviously file my taxes, yeah. but, like, I don't understand that at all, which is, I feel like, a whole other connection of how uh, certain people want to cut education funding and, uh, like censor what children learn in school and I've all my like biggest complaint about schools next to the way that sex ed is taught is like the fact that we are never taught how to handle money ever ever Hmm. and like for it being such a big deal in this country the fact that I have literally no idea like 
basically how filing taxes works or like why you get money back or why you like I don't I actually don't understand that but I don't I also have three diagnosed mental illnesses <laughs> and I, <laughs> that was me being TM I was throwing signs at Craig trademarking my depression <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh like I just literally I can't handle making myself more sad that I don't understand this. Yeah. Because I wasn't given the resources to understand it. That's real. I mean, I listened... The only reason I started to understand a little bit more of this stuff is there was actually recently a a great episode of the Adam Ruins Everything podcast where he talks to a, a tax... Uh, like a tax expert. And they bring up how a lot of lobbies, a lot of companies have made it so that our taxes are purposely uh, confusing. And there has been many, there have been many efforts to make it so that our taxes could be done immediately, like automatically, because the government has our information. Mm -hmm. They have it. It's there. They just want us to prove like they want some accountability for us. So if we want that return, if we want to see if we get a return, we have to earn it basically. Because all that money we that isn't earn it in a way that they don't teach us how to do exactly. it. Exactly. And the reason they do that is so they can keep the returns that cuz I can't they remember this. the returns that people don't don't claim. know how to get. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that was a big a- God, aspect of the, that was the big part of the the podcast is all that unclaimed money is just kept and held over. And uh, a lot of those companies like H&R Block and TurboTax, like it's in their best interest that we don't do it automatically so that they can mm. stay afloat. But there, since like Ugh. poor people like us, we yeah. can't really pay someone to do our taxes for us. We have to use those services. Like that's how fucked it is. But I mean, even if you're paying people to do your taxes, isn't that still kind of that same thing? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a whole system. It's a whole scheme to fuck us over. (laughs) The only people who understand this shit are the people with the money. Yeah. And the people making these decisions to affect poor people like us. It's so depressing. It's so depressing. Yeah. I mean... And uh, you brought up a really good point earlier, like being a first gen student. One of my big things was when I went to college, like I had no idea what it was like applying for a loan. I had no idea. Like my best, one of my best friend's parents are the main cosigner on one of my loans because my parents didn't have the credit for it. At least you had a cosigner. I literally had to put everything under my name. That's the well. That's the only one. Everything else is under my name. Okay. But um, everything else is under my name. My parents couldn't help out with a damn thing. But in order, and that was that's my only private loan. Mm -hmm. So um, I learned the difference of between loans as I got through college. Well, and so let's pop back to the. The difference between, there's some, I don't know, when we were talking about it, you were saying that there's some way that something affects public schools differently than private schools. Oh, yeah. One of the bills makes it so that um, tuition, like, like if you were to pay your own tuition or your parents were to pay your tuition and you went to a public school, that's no longer going to be deductible. But if you go to a private school, it is deductible. Which is so fucked. Because public education is shit, apparently. That's the message they're sending, at least. Don't give a shit about public education. They're prioritizing private education. And I'm really glad that at least... Most people can't afford. This is like... I feel like this literally all comes back to Trump saying that he likes his voter base to be stupid. Yeah. He loves the uneducated. He loves the uneducated. That's like what it... I feel like all of this is just like keep the poor people down so they don't know how to uproot us. Mm -hmm. 
This is just making me sad and angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole conversation, I'm just like covering my face in anger. Um, yeah, well, it keeps people unaware of the scheme that's going on. Yeah. And I feel like as educators, as punks, as people in communities that have some sort of influence, we shouldn't. We shouldn't allow that to happen. We should kind of be sharing this stuff all the time with people in our community so that we don't keep that ignorance uh, alive. And I know that it's really stressful and I know you've got a lot going on. A lot of people got a lot going on. Like mm-hmm. this has been weighing on me a lot and it's been actively making me feel like shit too. But at the end of the day, learning about it and being educated on it is like helping because it's at least making it feel like I can, I don't know, maybe one day help change something. I don't know. Yeah, that wouldn't help me at all. Like, yeah, I feel like I am personally fighting a lot of battles mm-hmm. that are for social justice <clears throat> reasons. Mm-hmm. And if I add another thing to my plate, I will literally break. Yeah. Well, let me have this one, I guess, I suppose. Yeah. I'll take this one on. For the love of God, please. <laughs> All right, time for the music break portion of the podcast, bringing you some tunes from Future Teens, their new album, Hard Feelings, which is out now on Take This to Heart Records, which is a Massachusetts-based label that has been putting out some great tunes. Uh, They put out the new Hodera album, uh, which is called First Things First. They put out uh, last year's Save Face uh, EP, which is also has been re-released in some reimagined versions of the songs, as well as the new Jetty Bones album and the new Tranquility EP, which is also really good. So they're putting out a lot of really good tunes. Uh, so you can definitely trust that what you're gonna get from Take This to Heart Records is worth your time. Oh shit! They put out the new Fossil Youth album. That one was great as well. They put out a lot of really good new upcoming bands. So if you are looking to discover some new artists, check them out. Take This to Heart Records. They're local to us here in Boston, so I I see their stuff pop up all the time. Future Teens have been making some really great tunes. Katie's seen them play a few times over at Leslie University. We get to table for them this week with Art of Survival uh, at the Sonia gig with Heart Attack Man and McCafferty. Um, Should be a really fun night. Really excited to uh, get to hang out with those folks and spread information about sexual assault prevention and suicide uh, prevention. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment but for now let's play a song called in love or whatever it's a great title of a song the video link to the video is going to be in the uh show notes of the podcast but for now here's the song in love or whatever by future teens
is in love or whatever by Future Teens. If you like what you heard, go to futureteens.bandcamp.com to stream the rest of the album or find them on Spotify as well. Or if you want a physical copy, go to takethistoheartrecords.com and get yourself a physical version of the record as well. It's great to have uh, physical music. I love it. Folks on this podcast clearly know by now that I love physical music. I, I, I talk about vinyl a whole lot. But yeah. That's 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 all I got for that. Now let's get back to this conversation with Katie Ham. I'm an atheist. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> About the love of God. You do that a lot though. And a lot of times I like, really try and say for the love of everything that is good. And it's funny because a lot of the times when you do the like you'll say like for the love of God or oh God or something like that and I'll, I'll just go or whomever Uh, that annoys me more than people just being like or not or whatever (laughs) because i'm just like whatever nothing happens when you die (laughs) (laughs) anytime you say that or whomever i'm just like i don't believe in this it's fine and like it's cool if you do but i don't want to offend people by saying it Anyway, whatever. I'm I'm here to offend all. I believe the, all, what I believe. I'm here to offend all these snowflakes. I'm here to do it. Oh my god, with the fucking snowflakes! <laughs> I am like the reason that you have an E on your podcast. You and Lauren. Me and Lauren. We just went hard <laughs> in our last one. I don't know. Uh, we drop some fuck words every now and again in some other chats. Oh, okay. And I mean, I only put the E on the episodes that have swearing in them. Oh, okay, good. I don't put it on all of them. <laughs> That's just so folks can know, hey, might be a fuck word or two in this one. Maybe I'll put it in the description of this one. <laughs> hey, there's a fuck word or two in this episode because Katie and Craig have none to give anymore. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so we're kind of shifting a little bit just to chat like another few minutes on something that we've been doing a lot of work around, What something that relates to last week's episode with uh, our music, My Body. Uh, Katie and I do a lot of work around sexual assault prevention and a lot of the news headlines lately have been very much dominated by folks coming forward with stories of being um, sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, raped. Um, Whatever the story may be, whatever the circumstance may be. And it's a lot of big name people. It's a lot of important people that have held a lot of power over the years. And uh, one of my favorite actors of all time, Kevin Spacey. And that has completely destroyed my uh, vision, respect, opinion of him. Um, But I am excited that House of Cards is running forward with uh i am here for robin yeah with for robin right <laughs> taking over i am excited for see what claire underwood does um and see what else comes of all of that but it's happening a lot in our music scenes too and katie and i have been tabling a lot of gigs lately um we've been making some patches katie's been designing a bunch of patches and we've been trying to like just empower people in the boston area to speak up around sexual assault prevention and it's been really cool I mean, I would say for me, I'm more, I, I'm trying to get us to make people more aware of how to intervene in situations or like for people to know how they should be treated and how they should treat other people. Cause like, I don't think our, the way our system is set up that like, I would never tell someone that they should report in any way. Yeah. Like, any system that I know of as a survivor, like, I would not, I would not touch it. Yeah. It's literally my job to tell them that, but I I completely get what you're saying. I mean, like, obviously, with my literal job at my university, like, I am also just mandatory reporter, but, like... At least going to police is kind of proven a very big challenge. Um, It's been proven that a lot of folks just get incredibly victim blamed when they come forward. Um, That's not limited to the police. No, I I know what the friggin' hunting ground is based off of. Uh huh. 
colleges have a huge, huge problem with how they handle sexual assault. Huge. Huge. No, problem. no. Mm. Um, and and we kind of grew up in a scene that had a problem with it too, though. Like a lot of predatory dudes, a lot of. Um, I mean, you and I have this kind of conversation often. A lot of, um, and I had this conversation with what Derek uh, the other night uh, mm-hmm. of how we kind of came up in a scene that almost viewed women as an accessory. Well, literally, when hasn't I'm, I? I done know, that? I know. I mean, like I, I just like saying like we grew up in this like ev- that's been every scene. Uh-huh. At literally every part. There's no part that doesn't view women as mm-hmm. an accessory. Like, going to shows, I was very much so... Like, I refused to crowd surf, even though I probably would have had a lot of fun, because I did not want to be grabbed, because I knew that I would be. Yeah. I have gone into mosh pits and been grabbed. I Like, literally... They're, they're the only... Like, the... Uh, Pop punk, hardcore, metal, like, that whole scene is where, like, I found my home for, like, my feelings, but I did not feel safe there. Yeah. And I don't feel safe anywhere, and I think that's, like, one of the big differences between, like, the way we've experienced the scene, Mm -hmm. is I don't think that you were probably going to shows thinking that if you went into the group of people that you were going to be groped. No. No. And that was 100% an assumption from when I started going to shows when I was 14. Mm -hmm. I never actually, I've never actually felt concerned for being groped until I came out as being queer. Because then it started happening. Like when I was publicly out, Mm -hmm. I actually started getting groped more at like clubs and stuff by like dudes. And it was something that I was like, what the? Hell is happening. I'm not okay with this. That's literally how femme people feel. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. All of the time. Yeah. Um, and, but at the same time, like, when, like, the first time I saw a femme-fronted band, it was like, wait, what? That's a thing? I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't like that. Like when I was in high school, mm-hmm. like blew me away. And now, like you can you can probably attest to this. The most re- like of the last ten records I bought, like eight or nine are like femme dominant bands. Like that's like my primary thing I go to listen to now. It's like yeah. I want to support those acts and support those people. I went to Angel Olsen last night. <laughs> like. It's like completely shifted and there was a time in a lot of my toxic masculine bullshit where I was like, I'm not listening to chicks sing. I can't relate to this shit. I literally had those thoughts. part of the conversation that Lauren and I had when I was talking about how like Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was taken seriously. Mm -hmm. Like no one wanted me to play music with them. Yeah. Or even, like, when you did, it was like, yeah, but we got this other person now, right? No, no, no. I was the fill-in person. Okay. But, like, I I don't know. It sucks having, like, the one place that you feel like people would understand you still not be a place where you can fully exist the way you are. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> That's why I'm glad that we're trying to do the work that we're doing. Make people feel more comfortable. But at the same time, you know, like, it sucks being someone who's experienced this shit and, like, literally constantly having to have it come up. Mm-hmm. And, like, lately, it's, like, every fucking day in the newsfeed, something, and, like, I don't have the energy to pay attention to it no. again. Again, like, back to that, like... It's not my job to pay attention to it. No one deserves my two cents as a survivor on any topic. And, like, I had another really good chat with Lauren about 
how like a lot of folks were asking her her opinion on a lot of the stuff that was going out and it was like you know she does write music about this stuff and like <laughs> i do do art of survival and like i do stuff i but like when you're not actively doing those things where you are forcibly putting yourself into that situation saying i'm willing to have this conversation right now and in this space you don't deserve to hear what i have to say like i that's like I hate having the expectation that I'm supposed to be paying attention to all of this stuff. Because, like, having diagnosed PTSD, like, I I don't, I can't. Yeah. I literally cannot. What? It sucks when people are like, oh, did you hear about this? I don't care. I don't. And, like, it's, gr- it is so good that all of these people are finally getting exposed. Yes. And. Expose them all. And, I like, I just don't, don't expect any survivors in your life to give their two cents on every single situation. Yeah. And, I mean, I think uh, this even goes back to the beginning of the conversation where, like, with people who have a lot going on, it is so emotionally fatiguing to keep yes. up. It's a lot to just even keep up with everything that's going on lately. And in order to take care of ourselves, self-care stuff, and just for our own survival in general, for some people, just turning off notifications, which I know you have. Oh my god, that was the greatest thing I have ever done in my life. If you are stressed, please, please turn off every single notification on your phone except for text messages and phone calls. The greatest thing I have ever done for myself. Yeah. That's a very low bar. No, but that's it's but huge. Like, it's for real. It's a big part of uh, wellness that we don't think about. And as a health education and wellness promotion specialist, I talk to students a lot, all the time, about just turn off your phone. Put it away. Dude, when have you ever done that? To my students? I tell no, them all the time. when have you done that? I've done that plenty of times. Plenty. I do not believe you. Plenty of times. If you're talking like that... like Most of grad school. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. My phone was on airplane mode anytime I was studying in grad school. Okay, but like when in like regular old life when you don't regular have to study? Regular old life? I mean, I, I'm i not really on it a whole lot. First things in the morning, I'm stretching and I'm taking care of my body. I'm, oh. do, I'm doing yoga Good. in our living room most mornings. So that's how I start... My day, typically. And you end it playing with your cabbies. I end it by checking my cabbies and making sure that they're earning me money because their production is their only value to me. <laughs> Craig has this game on his iPad where he runs a cab company and he gets so invested into it. It's called Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. He like sends me these text messages about... <laughs> This cab game, and he's so invested. <laughs> well, I realized at one point I wasn't playing the game. I un- I basically unlocked the way I needed to be playing it to earn optimal amounts of money, and I figured it out, and now it's so much better. <laughs> I like that you went from literally crying to laughing in a moment of like... Whatever, I'm not on medication right now. <laughs> I, I was taking it as, like, I can at least make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little oh. bit into our life. <laughs> Just hanging out on a Tuesday night, recording a podcast. But um, one of the main, main reasons we're bringing this up is uh, we table at gigs now um, in the Boston area. We're actually tabling for future teens of whom you've already heard a song from tonight or on this I, podcast. I played it Leslie multiple times. I know. Oh, and I, you, oh they've heard a song. I thought you, you looked at me like, I, oh, you've heard a song, Katie. You have heard a future teen song. And I was like, no, I have on, heard many future teen songs. On this podcast. I got it. I figured it out. We have <laughs> the songs from the new future teens uh, album, Hard Feelings, and which came out a couple months ago. So that's what I was alluding to. and we're They're t- great. We're tabling at their gig tomorrow night 
on Thursday night with Mc, yeah. with McCafferty and Heart Attack Man, who are both great bands, put out great albums this year, uh, and Heart uh, Free Throw, uh, Free Throw, uh, Future Teens have asked us to table to be a presence at the gig um, uh, for sexual assault prevention, and so we'll be there. With a bunch of patches, with a bunch of information, ready to uh, support anyone that comes by and wants to talk to us and share stories. When or did buy people some start saying gig again? I Oh, man, I picked it up when we got back here, when we got here to Boston. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I they feel like throw it around so it. much. I really don't like it. Really? I love it. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. It's fine. Step Whatever. one, get to the gig. Oh, I know. Step two, keep going to the gigs. My live music person on cab, who is the one who has booked future teens more than once, yeah, says gig all the time. I'm all about gig life. It's fine. Like, it's fine. But I can't wait till like- I string together my first tour. I'm hoping for like spring, early summer, doing a gig, doing gigs every night. It'll be sick. Cool. It'll be tight. Any last things to say about tabling sexual assault stuff? Fems, fems to the front, trans to the front, queers to the front. Keep it safe. If you're a tall person at to a show, <laughs> be conscious of who you stand in front of. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know how many times a person who is over the height of 5'10 has stood directly in front of me like I was not there. Oh. Oh. That was just me, like, mini rant about shows. <laughs> Which is, like, most of the second segment, but it's all good. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I'm stoked for Katie, because not only was it your birthday the other day. Yeah. Turning 29. <laughs> 29. <laughs> you took nine years off of my age real quick there. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep, you're, you're, you're taking guitar lessons from Psy. I am. Who I interviewed in our fifth I learned how episode. to play a G major scale. Yay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I play the guitar every single day. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> and this is the difference between us. Like I was talking to Psy about it that like. The reason that I haven't really, like, dove myself into guitar is because I want to know, like, why and how guitars work. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally step one. And you were like, let me jump in at step six. (laughs) I am going for it. I just started covering songs once I bought a guitar. And, uh, well, we were talking about that, that there's, like, two different kinds of people. The people who will learn, like, from the very beginning and the people who will dive in and just learn how to play other songs. Yeah. And he was saying that, like, he was glad that I wanted to learn from the beginning because it's so much harder for people who just learn how to play songs to go back and learn all of that other stuff. Yeah. I don't think that there's a way I could. But well, I, yeah, you could. It would just be a lot harder. And you don't have, like, any formal music training where, no. like, I'm jumping in already knowing how to read, like, treble clef music and understanding, like, the actual function of scales and notes and yeah. stuff. Like, so you would have a lot more learning to do, but, like, I, I think it would help you a lot if you learned it. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking into potentially taking some music theory classes at UMass Boston or taking some online stuff. We'll see. I still want to get in an ASL class. Do it. It's not going to happen. Do it. Do you Ser- think I'm in a place where my supervisor will sign off on me taking a class? No. <laughs> uh, but literally the coolest thing I've ever experienced in my entire adult life as a professional human being was a couple weeks ago when I did my talk uh, in Denver and oh, while I was perform- while I was performing a song, the interpreter was dancing along next to me. It was amazing. I was so hype on it. And then I was told by a deaf person that I was legit. And I felt <laughs> I felt and she asked me for consent before hugging me, and it was the most adorable thing that's that's that happened that day. I was so hype. That was the coolest thing. If deaf people think this loud-mouthed guitarist, poet, 
idiot is legit, then I think I've made it. I mostly want you to learn ASL so you can be my interpreter. <laughs> no. I'll pay you. No. Why not? Because then, you know, okay, so here's another rant I'm going to go on. <laughs> this will close this out. <laughs> I really despise more than anything in ever when people only refer to me as, like, a man's property. I would never be your interpreter. <laughs> you would be an interpreter. I would be an interpreter uh-huh. who is working with you. Yeah. I just, like, nothing irritates me more than, like, my existence being related to a man that somebody cares more about. I don't think people care more about me. If people refer to me as your partner, or like, I had someone who I had known for, like, seven years, who I had known for longer than my ex had. And then this person then introduced me to someone else as, hey, this is so-and-so's girlfriend. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Uh, I've known you for longer than you've known them. Who do you think you are? Yeah. That's just like, ugh. Be so conscious of the way that you refer to the femme people in your life. Do not refer to them in relation to men. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. End of my rant. Kitty Ham's my best friend. They keep I me... have so many opinions. They keep me in check. I love it. Because I need it. Because I'm still full of patriarchal, misogynistic bullshit. I'm trying Don't every worry. Day. I'm so just trying to unlearn it, dude. Just trying to unlearn it. It's... It's hard. It is hard. I was talking, and this, okay, maybe it's not ending. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, no, I was just talking about, like, coming from, like, a small town, like, having to unlearn a lot of stuff, Um, especially, like, in Wisconsin, where Milwaukee is the most segregated city in the country, and, like, coming from a place that was pretty damn racist. And, like, unlearning all of that stuff. I Mostly, like, referring to when we do an orientation, we do a diversity program. And, like, a lot of the kids that come to Leslie are pretty, like, aware. Not everybody, but a lot of them. I was like, man, if I would have come in and had to do this activity when I was 18 years old, I would have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. But, like, I don't know. I had to unlearn a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still unlearning stuff. It's just important to know that we're still doing the work. We're trying to get better every day. That's all you can ask, right? Yeah, or whatever. Thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for letting me uh, rant and cry and laugh. Those are my three, three of my favorite things that you do. No, not necessarily that you cry, but that you emote. <laughs> I love that you emote. I love that you cry. Well, no, I've had, I've because I've dated people who, who like, it was, they'd be like, oh, I'm so sad. And I'm like, oh, it's okay if you want to cry. And they're like, no, why would I cry? And I'm like, I like crying. I think crying's okay. You can cry. Even in front of me. Please cry. Or I will make you cry. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) All right. That's it. We did it. We recorded another episode. How'd you think it went, Katie? My favorite part was the Future Teen song. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Same. (laughs) So excited to see them in a couple of days. Uh, If you haven't heard it, get their album, uh, Hard Feelings. It's on Take This to Heart Records, which, you know, is just right here in Massachusetts. They got a gig this Thursday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday of the day this airs, with McCafferty and Heart Attack Man at Sonia in Cambridge, right next to the Middle East. You can get their album at uh, futureteens.bandcamp.com or go to Take This... 
uh, take this to heartrecords.com. Uh, get 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 some physical copies of the album if you want it. Uh, they're there. You can get them. They have a cute little album cover with all their little kitty pictures. It's super cute. What do they look like? They're in like seventh grade. Yeah, they look like sixth they're in like sixth or seventh grade. Oh yeah, I had that same Gap shirt. Sick. <laughs> Uh, they also have a really cool music video for "In Love" or whatever uh, up, we'll on, link, up on YouTube. We'll link it in the in the in the in the show notes. So it's y'all very can funny. Check it out. Please, please watch it. But please give give them some some of your time, some of your money. Support them, and if you're in the Boston area, check out their gig uh, with McCafferty and Heart Attack Man at Sonia, which is in Cambridge, right next to the Middle East. And if you liked what you heard from Katie and I chatting this week uh, uh, about uh, the art of survival, some of the work that we do, you can go to artissurvival.com, share some stories with us, or just read some stories if you want to feel like you're not alone. You can also get some patches that we screen print here in our living room. Uh, or we can even make you some art from it for telling uh, your story to us. Uh, We've also got Instagram and Twitter, which is underscore Art of Survival, which is pretty pretty easy. We'll yep. link all this stuff yep, in yep, the yep. show notes as well. Um, but if yeah, there's anyone that you want me specifically to interview. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Yeah, Katie's I got, got some plans, but. Oh, and this will be a good moment to, I guess, mention that we have two more episodes left this season. Uh, They're both conversations I'm having uh, with a couple folks. But over our, we're going to have three weeks off uh, the end of December and beginning of January. We're going to take three weeks off because while we are on vacation in the Midwest and in Oregon, we're going to be talking to some, some of our friends and some of our family and some of the work that they do. Uh, we're going to try to chat with one of Katie's former professors, uh, Katie's sister, yeah. one of my yeah. best friends who does really good nonprofit work. Yeah. We're going to be talking to a few folks. We're going to be recording some chats in person on location during our travels. And then when we come back from vacation, we'll have those uh, those first conversations ready for you. And then I'm going to be working on some chats with some other musicians. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because I perform <laughs> as another musician. <laughs> Uh, with some other musicians and some folks in the scenes and some other educators. So we're excited if there are folks you want us to talk about. I've actually already been getting uh, people reaching out to me and being like, hey, could you chat with me on your podcast? I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be fun. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to talk to me. Yeah. That'd be cool. Preferably femme, non-binary, or trans people would be great. Yeah. I don't want to talk to those people. Not me. Uh, well, that was my nice way of saying I don't really want to talk to men. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Ham, this is your episode. I'm sorry. No, I'm you're not. not. <laughs> I'm really not. Uh, one of the things that Cab does is I love just, you like, so much. Really talk about how men are the worst. <laughs> I'm just in that mode because we had our final dinner tonight. That's great. <laughs> You're so great. Everything's great. Everything is awful. Everything's but... awful. <laughs> if you want to follow Katie Ham and some of their opinions yeah. on men, uh, go to at Katie Ham on Twitter and Instagram. K-A-T-Y. H-A-M-M. H-A-M-M. With my best friend in the middle of it. Katie, my best friend Ham. That's false. That's Katie's middle name uh, from me. Uh, and then uh, if you want to follow me, at Craig Bidman, Instagram, Twitter, I'm out there. Uh, if you want to follow this podcast, EduPunks Pod, uh, share, rate, review, tell your friends. Hope you're all doing well. Even if you're not, I hope things get better. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, listener. Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Christmas and New Year's and... Whatever, whatever. You, whatever you celebrate. There's still two more episodes. There's two more episodes. Whatever. I'm not going to be on them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Let's get to work. <laughs>